Can you take a seven tips blog post and convert it, repurpose it, turn it into an incredible new digital empire? We're going to answer that question, folks, right after this. Everybody, it's Jeff Herring here, and welcome to episode 115 of the Content Profit Show. And it, we are at 115 because of y'all. Okay, y'all jumped on this from the beginning and have been great followers, fans, referrers. And so I always begin the show by saying, "Hey, thanks a lot." Now, speaking of shows, we usually do two a week, right? Um, and next Thursday happens to be Thanksgiving here in the States and other places. And so uh, we won't be doing that next Thursday. We'll do one show. We'll have Marilyn Zick in on Tuesday. Um, also on Tuesday next week, mark your calendars for 7 p.m. Eastern for something I'm calling the Content Profit Feast. And I'm going to teach something. It's going to be like 21 minutes, 27 minutes tops, okay, um, about the there are two different ways to profit with your content, okay? And one, most people don't think about it. I want you to frame it differently. Um, there'll be some Black Friday things coming up as well. And then uh, mark your calendars now, too, for December 4th, Monday through December 7th, Thursday, because, Desianne, the content profit challenge that you were on um, went so well, we've decided to do one a month, but narrowing down the topic. Because the one you were on, um, we did a whole lot of products. And we're going to just do one at a time now. And this is called the Content Profit E-Course Challenge. Mm -hmm. So you'll see, be, see more about that as we get closer to those times. Now, for those of you that are listening, watching, whatever you're doing, live or on replay, what I want you to look at, watch this next or listen to this next piece with is two questions in mind. The first one is, how can I use this in my own business? Okay. And the second question is, how can I get Jeff to do for me what he just did for Desiane? Okay. And so the link to do that, it's the wrong hand, Jeff. The link to do that is right over here. Okay. Jeffherring.com forward slash profit. All right. So let me go to the main event here and introduce Desi Ann Gordon, who is the founder and CEO of Caribbean Virtual Assistance. Desi Ann, welcome. Hello, hello, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my pleasure. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed this is a 20 minute show because <laughs> I could listen to your, your, your accent all day. It's, it's, <laughs> I love it. It's, 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 it's always been musical to me. Yes, we hear that all the time. We have a all the time. accent. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So um, tell me about, tell us about your niche. Yeah, so I work with women who want to start virtual assistant businesses. Most of the time, these are women who have either been retrenched, have been unemployed for some time, or they may be just looking for an additional source of income. Okay. That's it. That's a good in niche. A nutshell. Yes. That's a good niche. And so who's your ideal client? Oh my. I work with women mainly from the Caribbean. 
However, I do have women internationally who reach out to okay. me for support. Okay. I, that's exciting. And so what's your dream with all this? Oh my, Jeff, listen, coming from the Caribbean, I really want to put us on the map a bit more when it comes to the virtual assistant industry. I want persons to know that we are available to assist, that we have a wealth of talent, experience, skills, everything you need to help you in your business. So that is my goal. I am known as the BA mom. I got that name from one of my coaching clients. And it. yes, I just decided, you know, let me start using that in my communication and my messaging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that. The VA mom. Yes. And so yes. what a what a cool pursuit to help change others' lives, your lives, and really the world. Because yes. as we discussed, yes. you know, before the show, mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. people think VAs, they always think Philippines. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And exactly. and you're in the you're in the process of changing that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> That's cool. Let's pop up today's article for everybody. I'm sorry, blog post. Mm -hmm. Seven tips to help you nail your discovery calls. And as I mentioned, folks, okay, um, this is from March of 22. That's a good thing. Why? One, because it's evergreen content, but mostly for you that are watching or listening. Uh, live or on a replay. I hear this all the time. The objection, well, I can't be on the show. I don't have anything new. I don't want to create new and existing, folks. Say it with me. New and existing. Thank you, <laughs> yes. So no excuses, kids. Um, I, I look through your website, too, and I love it. Look at you in action over here. Thanks. <laughs> um, and so we've got online scheduling tool, uh, you recommend the one I use. I love oh, it. Oh, yes. I, I realized that after. <laughs> I've tried a bunch of them, and that's my favorite. Mm. Um, info form, prepare for the call. Yep. Oh, we're going to have fun with this, working together. Be prepared for sales objections. Because um, there, there's a couple of those, right? Oh, yes, definitely. There I is, only skim um, this surface. Yes. There's a book I love called um, Illusions, The Adventures mm -hmm. of a Reluctant Messiah by a guy named Richard Bach. And one of the quotes is, argue for your limitations and you get to keep them. Mm, I like that. That's, yeah, you can feel free to use it. That's what I think about when I hear objections. You know? I'm taking a note of that book. Yes. Good, good. Richard Bach, Illusions. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then when we build out the or outline things today, we'll talk about how to how to do the objections, how to position it, record the call. <laughs> Have you ever had the experience of thinking you recorded something and it didn't? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody that's done this more than once has that story. Um, <laughs> be an active listener. Yeah. Follow up. Yeah. You're, 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 that is a big one. It really is. And it, what makes it so big in your niche? So what I have found, and this is from just personal experience, um, when I started in the VA space, I didn't do follow-ups as I should have. And of course, that's leaving money on the table. Sometimes clients forget. They get so busy. And you have to just check back in with them to see, well, did you get, my, did you get anything out of our call? Are you ready to start? How can I support you? 
even if you may need to scale down the project, we can start somewhere, you know? So a lot of times we, when we don't follow up, it goes by the wayside. Kind it of really like does. And <laughs> your ocean it, scene in the beginning. There's so much value in it and so many yes. people don't do it. So when you do it, you're already setting yourself apart. And one of the ways I did that when I was a counseling psychologist Mm-hmm. is that I'd be looking at my, my schedule and I noticed two or three weeks out, there were some holes in the schedule right. and we wanted to fill. Right. And so before email, I would just get on the phone and then after email, I would do phone or, or email and just say, Hey, we're just thinking about you. Wanted to check in, see mm-hmm. how things are going. Exactly. And Desi, and you'll understand this. Half of those people would say, you know, I was just thinking about making yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I was just about to email you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. But yeah, follow up's powerful. Um, and again, so many people don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it sets you apart. Um, okay, so those are the seven. Very cool. Very cool. Now, Thank you. Um, here's, the, here's the part where we're going to put it together. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, this will look familiar to you because there's these three main things are what we focused on in the challenge, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The one-time small group mastermind. And we talked about many courses and short-term memberships, and there's things before and after it. Mm -hmm. Um, Here we've got your new content kingdom. This is the seven tips blog post article. Remember, folks, this is from March of 22. So existing content. Then we're driving traffic. What I want to focus on with you is the course. Mm -hmm. Because this article just screams for a course. Okay. And I know you have others, but um, this just, ah, I mean, there's so much to do with it. One, this could be a seven module course. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think I, I said in, in, in the lead up to this, that years ago, probably more than 10, I did a course called seven tip secrets or seven tips empire. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And my biggest mistake, I think I shared this on the challenge with this kind of stuff was when I first started, I would create them. Sell them, do them, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Just forget about it and not continue to market those. So um, I will probably rebuild that course, um, but I'm going to have to start over because I don't even know how to find <laughs> where it is. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't make that mistake, folks. Um, and another way to do this is seven modules can feel like a lot to mm-hmm. people. So mm-hmm. one strategy is to combine one or two modules into one. Right. And another strategy is to take the um, to take one or two modules and turn them into bonuses. Yes, because okay. people, people don't know that you know um, that they they could have been one of the main modules. They can be bonuses. And based on our conversations, I think it would be great if we create or when we create um, one bonus module is about email templates. Yes, fill in the mm-hmm. blank email templates so um get over your email fears of interrupting people and and i I once had i hadn't thought about this in in a long time and and we've told this story together so i can say it's a a client named mary joe and she's out west in denver and was helping her launch a product and she got to the to the first sales email and was was texting me or emailing me or something saying I can't, I can't send this. I can't, it's, it's, I can't send this. It's too late at night. I said, 
what time is it in Denver? She goes, it's almost nine o'clock. You can't send email after nine o'clock. What? And then it hit me. She was old enough to remember when phone calls past nine o'clock meant something was wrong. Yes. Yes. It was somebody's <laughs> in trouble phone call. Right. And I went, Mary Jo, press the button. It's we'll okay. okay. Press the button. You can send email mm -hmm. anytime. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we can templatize those things. Right. Uh, and then another bonus module would be answering objections. Yes. And you've got some of those already in there. And, and there's so many others. And, and I have a one sentence strategy that I start mm -hmm. with for most of my objections. Right. Is, well, thanks for letting me know. And it totally disarms people. <laughs> and, and then you start talking about, you know, finding a way to work together. I love um, that. Um, so we can build that out too. Um, because, I mean, you know this, but this is for everybody else. Objections are not deal breakers. Mm -hmm. they're, exactly. They're usually, I, I usually think of them as fears. Most times they are. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you can, if you can de uh, deal with that, you're, what, what's the biggest objection VAs get? I can't afford. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and what is, what do, what do you think that really means? It could mean a number of things, but it could be that one, there's a level of ignorance in terms of what the, the cost is versus having an employee. And that is one of the things I like to educate persons about because right. it's chalk and cheese. Um, another thing may be you just didn't factor it into your budget that you can have support because you're accustomed to doing it on your own, right? And when people think of BA sometimes too, they think this has to be a long-term arrangement. It could be right. a short project. Right. I can hire a BA for five hours and that's it because yeah. I just need yeah. this one thing done. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Or one task or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love those workarounds. Mm -hmm. You made me think of a, um, a woman from a couple years ago, if I'm remembering right, her name's Tina. Uh -huh. uh, we did a, um, a, a content creation boot camp over a couple of days. Right. And the offer at the end was to join the, the Content Profit Nation membership. Mm -hmm. And she she was, was stuck. She was like, I want to do this, but I don't want to start and have to pull out like I've done before. Right. I'm not able to pay for it. Yeah. You, you know what she went out and did? And I've used this as a strategy for people since. Between day one and day two, mm -hmm. she got on to her accounts and looked at all the things she was paying monthly for <laughs> yes. and got rid of the ones she wasn't using. Yes. Until they yes. added up to 97. Excellent. <laughs> that is brilliant. May I mm -hmm. use that? We'll call it the Tina strategy. Right. <laughs> Goodness. No, crazy. but that's excellent. That showed her level of commitment to your program. So well let's 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 work backwards with mm -hmm. the board and then forwards. Um, because the other thing we can do, and we'll you know build out this course um, together, and then the mm -hmm. other things, um, with the seven module course, each and I I I, I carefully look through each one. Um, in your blog post, every single one of those modules could be its own mini course. Oh, okay. You know, and okay. then you can drive people to the to the course or, or anywhere else you want. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'll just give you the list of everything each one of those modules could be. Its own mm -hmm. mini course, a master class, yes. a webinar, an ebook, um, and and more. Right. I mean, you could really probably do a membership site about each one of those. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the things we talked about in mm -hmm. the challenge, one time small group mastermind. Um, what's something you could help one of your VAs with and, and get them a result in 20 minutes? In 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm putting Desi in on the spot. <laughs> I think it's actually probably role playing. So, client, VA, having a conversation. Right. And let's talk. I am your client. Let me hear what you're going to tell me about your business, how I could, how you can assist me, etc. Okay. That could happen in 20 minutes. So creating a plan. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And then th that article that you've got, this blog post could easily be an action article workbook. Because um, mm. with, with questions either after each yes. module or all of them at the bottom to get people in action. Right. Um, add in some blank lines mm -hmm. and um, you know, now you're, now you can call it a workbook. Mm -hmm. that's, that's sometimes I think I'm in the wrong business business. Cause I know people that create journals, you yes. know, uh -huh. and, and sell them. And basically they're selling blank lines. Yes. I'm like, yes. Ah, <laughs> brilliant. Um, moving up from a course, a short term membership, like we talked about mm -hmm. in the challenge, um, you know, you could, you could do, Wow, I never thought of it this way before. You could take each module and make it a short-term membership. So um, I'll be dripping out like over a period of time. Open yeah. up one month yeah. or something like that. Yeah, do yeah. them over time, like one a quarter, one a month. Right. Um, and you know, they'd be probably be um deeper content, maybe mm -hmm. and shorter. Yes. Than, and then the, the top of the pyramid uh, or the Ascension model, um, your blog post also hollers for a membership. Mm -hmm. And I know you've got one, right? Yes, I do. What's the name of it? I remember it was a great name. The Successful VA Club. That's <laughs> The Successful VA Club. I like it. It just sounds <laughs> fun, right? <laughs> we have fun. Yay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we can do some things with that or add this to it. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um the when somebody's got a large membership i just like to help you know build it and not create a new one mm -hmm. um, although i ha do have one colleague was thinking about her today because she's getting ready to do a black friday thing um she does email marketing yes and um she has a nine dollar membership yes i know yes yeah, i know about liz okay liz, liz, no yes. are mm -hmm. you in there with me i was there I, i'm coming back in Good, good. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll encourage you to do that. Yeah, um, because, I mean, her her goal by the end of the year is 10,000 members. Yes. And, yes. you know, $90,000 a month, I, I probably could live on. What about you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. All right. So are you getting, as we wrap up, are you getting a, a, a view, a picture, a vision? Oh, of yes. Possible definitely. Here? Definitely. Okay. I like the idea of the mini membership. Mm -hmm. um, how you said I can have each module as a on its own, actually, um, because there is more I can say. Definitely, 
because it was a blog post, I only put so much. Right. So I can see how I can elaborate and expound and just make it a fuller um, product within a membership, mini membership. So I love it. I love, I love it. that and, idea. And, and this is for you, Desi Ann, and for everyone. Okay. This seven tips blog post mm -hmm. is the outline for an empire. Yes. We yes. just got to build it. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So mm -hmm. um, any questions before we wrap up? Uh, the only thing I would ask is in terms of pricing a mini membership, um, do you have like a recommendation or because my membership right now is 25 US a month, but yeah. my plan is to increase that because I'm adding okay. more stuff to uh, next year. Okay. So I don't know what might be a good price point. I love month. the price 25 because mm -hmm. it's just an easy number to remember and it's, Yes. It's right on the edge of an amount you don't got to think about spending. Right. About spending. Yes. Right? Um, yes. Now there's a couple of, there's a couple of theories to, to raise in prices. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of them is to add 10 bucks mm -hmm. each time you do it. And then the question becomes, well, when do I quit adding 10 bucks? Mm -hmm. And the answer is when people stop buying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the other one that's, that's a little, it's a little more fun than it is useful, although I have used it. But it's a way to think about higher ticket stuff. Mm -hmm. One answer to how do I raise my prices is add a one or add a one to the front or a zero to the end. Mm, okay. So okay. For something at 25, that is realistic because it could be 125. Right. Or it could be 250. Yes. Yeah. And maybe someday even do both a one on the front, zero on the end. And it's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are out there. Right. right. We'll, we can talk more about that. Desi Ann, thank you for being thank such a great so guest. Thank you. Thank you. Bring thank in, you. Um, such a, a such good content. And and just um, I'm trying to think of the words to describe this. Thank you for your wonderful spirit. Oh. You just got a cool spirit about you. And and so thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me here. My pleasure. Folks, right. and if you want to be in Desi Ann's seat, not in her place in the Caribbean, although <laughs> like that, folks, but in your own office or home, that link right below. Yeah, I got to get my hands right. That link right below. We'll just do both. Um, JeffHerring.com forward slash profit is where you want to go. And um, we'll see you on episode 115. And as always, folks, until next time. Go use this stuff. Or go use this stuff. <laughs>